If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Ooh, well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. Yes, I'm your host, Todd Huff. I tell you what, the things, technically speaking, Oz, thank you. Had a technical glitch here coming into the show that literally got fixed about 18 seconds ago. So that is behind us now, and we are here today. And plenty of things to talk about on today's program. You can email me always. Thoughts, opinions, comments, um, adoration and praise also accepted. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. You can also subscribe to our email newsletter totally free. In fact, we also would like to send you a membership card of the conservative Not Bitter Party if you would like that. If not, no big deal with that either. You can do that by signing up at ToddHuffShow.com slash subscribe. And I want to start today. You know, I thought today what would be good to do is is talk about this concept of, of truth. I welcome, by the way, a discussion uh, pertaining to truth in in this culture, in this society. Truth seems to be the issue, I guess, if you want to look at it that way, truth seems to be <clears throat> um, front and center. So, except for it's not really truth in the eyes of the, well, what the left and what the media believe, the radical left, what they believe is not, is not the truth. That is not what they believe. In fact, what they believe is built and predicated <clears throat> upon a lie. What they believe about human nature, what they believe about the American Constitution, what they believe about liberty and freedom and the role of government is built upon lies. Now, there's a difference, and this is an important distinction. There's an important distinction to be made here to say, oh, how do I say this? Um, You know, this this whole discussion, and it kind of stems from – what I played on the program yesterday, which you can always get um, by subscribing to the podcast or visiting the website, both totally free. And you can, if you didn't hear yesterday's show, but we played a discussion between George Stephanopoulos and Rand Paul. And George Stephanopoulos basically said to Rand Paul, you uh, and Republicans, Republicans like you or Republicans in general, who don't believe in 
who, or who have questions about the integrity of this election, the results that you were given. For those Republicans who um, say things like, you know, there was election fraud. George says, sure, there's election fraud, but the truth is there's always election fraud, but there's nothing substantial, nothing that would have changed the outcome of this election. That is that is the truth, George Stephanopoulos says, and anyone who says contrary is lying to you. And not only does he say you're, you're, you're telling lies, he's calling you a liar. Now, on the one hand, you would say someone who tells lies is, of course, um, is, a, is a liar, but on another on another more, I guess, technical point, um, a lie, a definition of, of a lie is to knowingly, to knowingly believe it not to be true and then try to convince someone else to believe that thing that is not true. So in order to, to be a liar, you have to be, the in, intentionality plays a role. Now, Ignorance can play a role to where someone says something that is not true, and something that is not true, by definition, is a lie. So there's a difference between trying to deliberately deceive and some people having opinions on matters that are incorrect. This is where I would say that the radical left is incorrect and is based the, – the, the whole ideology is based upon is based upon lies. It really and truthfully is, and we'll kind of go through this uh, this morning. But this is – I think I welcome this conversation. I really do. I think, I think that we need to have more conversations candidly like this because I think most Americans um, are kind of clueless on some very fundamental things. In fact, you may have seen – I've seen multiple tweets uh, in social media posts, and who knows? <laughs> who knows if these are real posts or not? I – you know, Twitter, in my estimation, the things that I hear on Twitter um, qualify for gutter of the universe stuff. I mean, just the way that people behave and interact on Twitter, I think is, in my opinion, um, is is just not healthy a lot of times. I mean, you talk about mob mentality. In fact, I saw where Twitter, oh, you're going to love this. Twitter's decided to say, hey, instead of us fact-checking everything and, you know, telling you when somebody tweets that's a Trump supporter that they should be looked at closely, we're going to leave it up to community policing. Yeah, we're going to leave it up to people to police it within our rabid ultra-leftist community. That ought to be a lot of fun. Anyway, that's something else to keep in the back of your mind. But I want to I look at this, this issue of, of truth and what it is and why conservatism is rooted firmly in truth. Let me tell you a couple of things that are true. And, and I, I let me back up a half a step here. I guess I, I should start by saying um, that when we look at the most accepted or widely, I, I guess, uh, acknowledged or accepted definitions of lying, actually, I don't, um, you know, what we do is on this program, we come on here and talk extemporaneously. I like to use that word from time to time. It's kind of a fun word to use, but you know, I just basically come and talk to you like I would um, if, if we were sitting down over coffee or whatever, driving in the car together somewhere. 
Um, but I do from time to time, if there's things I want to get to, I jot down a note, but there's no reading. I don't read anything. I don't, there's no script. There's no teleprompter here. In fact, if you want, if you're watching on Facebook, I can even close my eyes uh, for portions of this, if it would <laughs> help hit home that point. But I am going to read this definition that's uh, said to be the most widely definition of what it means to be lying. A lie is a statement made by one who do, who does not believe it with the intention that someone else shall be led to believe it. So, in other words, a lie is when someone says something that they don't believe with the intention to get you to believe it, right? So, they don't believe it because it's not true. So, for example, um, I've heard people say things like, um, I, I think about, I think about, of course, I'm a Christian. I think about the, the disciples. All the disciples but John were actually executed for their faith in, in Jesus, believing that he was the Son of God, the Messiah, uh, the Messiah, the Savior. Now, John wasn't murdered, but John was tortured on the island of Patmos, um, and he, he had some difficulties with folks there. But he wasn't he was not actually executed. And so it's been said by some very intelligent people that a lot of folks, a lot of folks are willing to be, are willing to die for something they believe to be true, but no one's willing to die for a lie. And so that's kind of the difference here. So the disciples would have had firsthand knowledge of Jesus and 11 of the 12, all 12 were willing to die, by the way, because John was tortured. He just wasn't officially executed. So they, in other words, they knew the truth and they stuck to what they saw and what they believed to be the truth. You can say in subsequent generations, if people died for something that was contrary to the teachings of Jesus, that they may have genuinely believed that those teachings were true, but they were not in a position, they they were hearing it from people that could have been lying to them is the point. And in the same manner, in the same way, let's think about um, let's think about what we, uh, the Republicans, or people like Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, members of the House of Representatives, who have raised questions about the integrity of the election. These folks – now, you've got the political factor, and I, I even mentioned that during the time leading up to January 6th. I said, I said that we have to make sure that these folks, these Republicans, aren't just paying lip service to this aren't just, you know, performing some perfunctory action so that they can come back to you the next time they run for office and say, see, I tried. Oh, I tried to challenge the election results, but, you know, just couldn't do anything with it. Nothing. There wasn't any traction. We didn't have, you know, enough support, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they just wanted to check off the box and say, tell my constituents that I voted for X. Now, I know I'm not pretending, pretending that there was not some of that or maybe even a lot of that. But it's absolutely the case that people believe or have questions about the integrity of this election. There is no doubt about it. To say that people who believe these things are lying is, is incorrect. That is not correct. Some of them may desire what they are believing to be true. Some folks who have inside information could be telling us things that are not correct. But to suggest that 
75 million or whatever the number is of people who do not believe, 50 million, 60 million, whatever, they have questions or do not believe in the results of this election, um, to suggest that they're all liars is a major, major stretch. They may just believe it. And then people like Don Lemon can call them conspiracy theorists. And people like Don Lemon can say you need to be reprogrammed or deprogrammed or both. And I guess someone like Don Lemon is (laughs) – sorry, I can't even say that with a straight face. Someone like Don Lemon and tough guy Chris Cuomo are qualified qualified, uh, to, to reprogram you. Now, for for someone to be a liar, they have to be intentionally trying to deceive someone. However, for something to be a lie, it just must violate truth. It must not be true in some capacity. And that's why I welcome this discussion about truth. I welcome it, and I think we should talk about it. And we're going to talk about truth next segment. And we're going to talk about the truth upon which the conservative ideology is based We're going to talk about all sorts of truth that the radical left completely denies living in a state of fantasy, living in a state you want to talk about an idea built upon lies, an ideology built upon lies. Welcome to the modern-day radical left. Their entire worldview and ideology is predicated upon things that simply are not true, and we want to go through some of those. This is not meant to be a complete uh, treatise on these things, but this is meant to be a thought-provoking and, um, I don't know, just an important fundamental foundational aspect. If someone says, what you believe isn't true, you're a liar, okay, let's talk about that. Bill, let's talk about that. Susie, let's look at what truth really is. And I welcome this, and I would, I wish we could do more of this. Because this is exactly where conservative ideology destroys, obliterates liberalism. And I know some of you may be liberal. I I say this with the most, I don't know, um, in the kindest way possible. I don't think that most people willingly embrace an ideology they believe to be false or predicated upon lies. I believe they've been misled and lied to. I believe they've not been... Educated, I believe that they they may have been educated in the sense – I mean if they may be incredibly smart. They may have a lot of uh, degrees and they might be trained in certain fields and, and so forth. But they've – I think they've abdicated oftentimes their ability, their responsibility to think independently, to be a free thinker on these issues. And they've just listened to these so-called experts, the people with doctor in front of their name, like Dr. Jill Biden, just had to throw that in there, by the way, who say, you know, who tell us, look, I'm a PhD. This is this is the truth. This is why America needs liberalism and become, you know, move more and more radically left. And they try to convince you that it's not actually left. It's actually center. And all these sorts of things begin to happen. But I want to talk about the truth of conservatism and what truths it is built and predicated upon. And it's something that you'll never hear the radical left do ever. They will never do this. In fact, they, they're, what they do is they say, ooh, I don't like that. Let's change that and let's use the government to change it. That's as deep as it gets. And it's powerful. It's, it's a seductive approach that is an elixir to many folks. 
because folks don't like things that they see around them in the world. And, of course, who should fix it? The government, I guess. Of course, they never look at the fact that they always fail. They, they never acknowledge the fact that it always costs more than they promised. In fact, I saw someone praising LBJ the other day for, for I guess, all the help he gave to those uh, who were suffering in, in poverty. And you look at the war on po- poverty, and it's been a massive failure. We spend more and more money, but the numbers are still – the numbers are flat. The numbers are still the same. Trillions of dollars spent on this. Not to say that people shouldn't care about the poor. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm simply saying that there's a way to do things better that's predicated and built upon truth, not upon false ideologies and so forth. So timeout is needed. Oz has informed me twice. I need to oblige, and I will do that just at this particular moment. Come back, continue this discussion. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. By the way, a couple of things. Number one, I apologize for those listening on social media. We didn't have the connection from our soundboard into the into the uh, device streaming the show. So you heard not good audio. Now you hear better audio. Apologize for that. There was another tech issue at the very end of the as we were getting ready that I that distracted me. That's number one. Number two. I want to tell you that this program is brought to you in part by our good friends at Killadent. Now, I, I, um, I had a couple of small dents. Maybe I'll tell you how these got there at some point. I'm not going to do this right now. Um, there is a story. <laughs> there is a story to it, as you can, as you can imagine. Uh, but they, they, they're a new advertiser, sponsor of the program. Um, the guys came out on site at our location and fixed the dents uh, in the front fender of my vehicle. Killadentremoval.com is the website. You've heard them on this program for some times, uh, for some time now. These are um, I really enjoyed meeting uh, meeting these folks. Good, down to earth, hardworking folks that care about making sure that your vehicle is back to. Um, looking the way it should, and they got ours looking much better in really no time at all. Killadent Removal is the website, Killadent, K-I-L-L-A, dentremoval.com, killadentremoval.com. So um, we're looking here at this discussion this morning. We want to talk about truth, right? They want to talk, they, the radical left, want to talk about... um, they, they've brought it up, I guess. They want to tell us that what we believe is a lie. Bear with me real quick here. They want to tell us that what we believe or what we've come to believe or have questions about pertaining to the integrity of the election is a lie. And by as such, we are liars. It can't be that we just – that's what we believe based upon what we know. It can't be that's all that we know because the media has no – interest, inclination, or anything to even discuss this. No, no, no. It's because we're liars and we don't want to believe the truth. That's what they that's what they say. That's why Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo 
uh, want us to be reprogrammed. In fact, I got that soundbite that we might play a little bit later. But let's talk about truth here. How about this for starters? How about this for starters? God created the universe. In fact, everything that we that that exists came at this point you don't even have to believe that it's the god of the bible i firmly believe that it is but it didn't come from nothing i had this this concept folks um and i know there may be some atheists um even some conservative republican atheists i've interviewed folks i you're you are perfectly free to hold this opinion but folks it is I think utter insanity to believe this thing. We know that everything in this world has a cause, right? There's the law of cause and effect. But for some reason, the first cause, the, the first effect had no cause. That's really what we're supposed to believe. The only thing that makes sense logically is that the first cause was from something uh, eternal and self-existent, right? The universe not self-existent. It wasn't self-created. It's not, um, you know, we know from the second law of thermodynamics that it goes from this highly organized to highly disorganized state if it was eternal it would be completely and utterly disorganized by now pure chaos now you can make the case with what's happened here the past few months uh, that we've experienced well the past few years we've experienced lots of chaos there's no doubt about that but it's still not complete chaos there's still a semblance of order there's still a semblance of logic and reason and rationale um and in some circles, much more than others. But nonetheless, to say that it's completely chaotic, truly chaos, where there's nothing that makes any sense and complete disorder, disharmony, disunity in the universe itself, where you know there's, there's no gravitational pull and all this stuff, that's simply not the case. And God created us to live freely. God created us to live freely. God gave us choice. In fact, my pastor says the holiest thing we can do is choose. Choosing is something that sets uh, that that makes humanity different. It's why it is why we are um, God gave us dominion over the earth. We we are made in His image. We have this ability to make choices, to make moral choices, to be able to think things through, and to be able to make a choice one way or. The other, sometimes even choosing to do things that are not moral, in fact, even evil. But God created us and gave us the capacity to choose to live freely because love is ultimately a choice. And God wanted God wanted us to choose to love him and to have a relationship with him. Now, government comes along, and at worst, folks, government is a force that has been used to destroy liberty, to enslave humanity to create war, to empower the political ruling class, all at the expense of the average everyday person, the average average people. At best, government is a necessary evil. It was, which founder said, was it Jefferson or Adams? If men were angels, then no government would be necessary. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially it. If men were angels, we wouldn't even need to have a government. Government is something, because at, the, at its core, government is force. Government is the point at which uh, we no longer have – we give up our abilities to choose. When the government says this is the, the way it's going to be done, um, that's when people go to jail when they do it differently, right? And so that is something – obviously, obviously, it's a necessary evil. 
if men were angels, government would not be necessary. But to, to give someone utter force, some group or some organization force over our lives, it stands very clearly to reason that that power should be in very, very limited and that the people wielding that power should be held accountable by their constituents, by the people. That's why this concept of self-government governance comes along. Because we don't want to hand power over arbitrarily to a, you know, um, a, a monarchy, someone who can do whatever he or she wants, pass on the lineage to his or her family for the next ruler to come along. I mean, I, you look at people like Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-il, that whole lineage in North Korea, they basically have convinced or forced those people to uh, the people of North Korea to believe or to acknowledge that these folks are deity. It's insane. It's utterly insane what happens here on this planet sometimes. And it happens under the guise of, of big government almost always. It doesn't mean that people who live in small government can't make bad decisions. It's just that their power is not centralized and they don't uh, – their, their actions don't uh, directly impact – as many people because people can choose to participate in many cases, right? I mean, if, if some – there's a bad dude leading the company, you don't have to work for the company. You don't have to buy from the company. There's a bad dude running your country, making decisions for your country, forcing you into certain circumstances and so forth. That's a different, a different animal. And our liberties come from God. That's another thing that I think the radical left – um, doesn't understand or doesn't want to accept. In fact, the radical radical wing, the godless wing of the radical left, they they reject this notion that liberties come from God because there is no God. They say. In fact, I've even talked to some. You've heard me say that to the radical unhinged left, the, the ultra radical side of the left, government is God. Government is God, and I've actually had people tell me that that's right. Who say that that's what they believe? I'm a liberal Todd, and yes, that's as close to. Uh, something I would call a God is my government. I've had people tell me that. See, we believe something differently. Forget what we, be we believe. The truth is, the truth is our liberties come from God. Our truth is, or the truth is, not our truth. That's another problem I have. I, my truth, your truth, there's just truth. What is all this stuff? Truth, the truth. Yes, the truth might be that this person likes chocolate ice cream and this person likes vanilla, but that doesn't mean your truth is that chocolate ice cream is bad. That's just a weird way of saying it. That misses the point. The truth is the truth. Anyway, liberties come from God, not government. Government has to recognize them, and that's what our Constitution did as, at its core. This is also another important point, and i got to take a break here. But the left will tell you that the Constitution is a living, breathing document. Right? A living, breathing document that's meant to change with the time. See, words mean things. And when our founders wrote those words to the parchment, they were trying to communicate an idea, get across certain principles. They were, they were trying to tell us things, establish things that they knew to be true, and put into, into place safeguards to protect us, future generations, from things maybe we didn't understand the way that they did because they were on the point of the spear. They were facing incredible uh, tyranny, right? From Now, we do too. I don't mean to say that, but it's, it's different today. It just, I mean, they had to pledge their life, liberty, a life, liberty, and sacred honor 
in order to combat and over overcome it. Um, we've been able to live largely even in the face of some of these petty tyrants in different cities and towns and states across this country, even in the federal government. We've been able to still largely, largely do what we – we still have our choices to the – not all of them. We've, they've gradually eroded, and we've still had prosperity. It hasn't hit us the same way. Anyway, I got to take a time out. But this, we want to talk about truth. I welcome it. Liberties come from God. And how about that for a, a truth? Liberty comes from Almighty God, not from your government. If it comes from your government, it can be taken away by your government. And that's why that these folks want to wield power because they think, hey, we are, in fact, um, they're cool with that responsibility. I am not. That is not what our founders put in place, and it's because of the truth of human nature and what's true, uh, just true in general, philosophically, scientifically. The Constitution matters. I got to take a break. More on this when we get back. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. Got this comment on on Facebook um, from Lisa. And Lisa, thank you for this. This is what it says. They don't think we're liars. They actually think we're brainwashed. That's that's accurate. I'm pausing because there's a, there's a bigger point here. I think that needs to be made. Um, she continues. They actually think Donald Trump incited violence. They program people, and they continue to program people to hate Trump and his followers. That is that is true. Um, could you imagine if the media and social media outlets were actually for Trump? I imagine how much better off this country could be if that were the case. A couple of things. I don't think the media nor social media should be for or against Trump or for or against Biden, number one. Um, but to the larger point, you, she's right. Lisa, you are right. They they don't think we're liars, but but pause. Why don't they think we're liars? They, I'm, I'm assuming we mean they, the average, uh, you know, Democrats today. They don't think we're liars. They think that we're brainwashed. Why do they think that? Because that's what they're being told. They're not actually, um, they're being directed by this narrative in the media. They are being directed. Um, and it's it's a I mean look it's the the media oftentimes is a well a well oiled machine, well oiled machine. So they can be good to those who aren't paying attention. So what I'm saying is what leads to this, what leads to people being able to believe this stuff, is that they haven't embraced or looked for truth. They simply have either put it on autopilot. Put life on autopilot, casually listen to news. They hear Trump supporters are crazy. Trump's a dictator. They see people pitching a fit in the media, and they think, man, things must be bad. Wonder what happened. Oh, man, Trump incited a riot. They said it every time on MSNBC and CBS and NBC and all these other places. Trump incited a riot. I guess he incited a riot. That's terrible. Why would he incite a riot? I just say, pause. Wait a minute. What did he say to incite a riot? Do you ever wonder why they don't play the sound bites? Do you ever wonder why they don't play the, play the clip that says uh, to peacefully and patriotically go to the Capitol building? 
right? Do they ever play or show the evidence that, that, that indicates that the plan to do what they did at the Capitol was launched, was coordinated long before Trump's speech? No, none of that. No, no, no. Do they – what about this talk about Trump being a dictator, for example? Do dictators get censored on social media? Do dictators cut taxes? Do dictators try to defend and uphold the First Amendment, the free speech of, of its citizens, the right for its citizens to keep and bear arms? Are these things that dictators do? Of course not. Of course not. I'm simply saying they've been, and I, I, I agree in part here with Lisa's sentiments, um, and they do think that we're brainwashed, but they're brainwashed, <laughs> but they believe that. Um, because they haven't had their own encounter with the truth. They're not, they're not actually looking at these things and thinking for themselves. It's the way I see this. Anyway, Lisa, thank you for sharing that. But we've been talking about truth here. And I do think it all stems from an ideology, the radical left's ideology, that is not rooted in truth. And we left off by saying that governments come from God. Our liberties come from God, not government. Bad things, by the way, have happened throughout history when speech has been silenced. Really bad things, atrocious things. That's what they're working to do today. The foundational principles, how about this for a truth? The foundational principles of America are radically, have radically transformed the world for the better. Oh, man, that's a, that's a statement that will upset a leftist today. If you say to a leftist, the world is a better place because of the United States of America and the foundational principles upon which this nation was built and the principles upon which this nation at one point in time tried to spread to the rest of the world, back before Obama was apologizing for it, fundamental principles of America have radically transformed the world for good. What about this concept? If you wanted to look at what's freed more people from poverty, helped them come out of the, uh, the, the depths and despair of poverty, it's free markets. There's another thing that will upset the radical left. You compare that to any government program, social program, the war on poverty, whatever, issued by Lyndon Johnson a bazillion years ago, still not making any impact, flatlined as far as that's concerned. What's done more to lift people out of poverty is free markets and capitalism. People don't want to accept that, but that doesn't mean it's any less true. And America, while far from perfect, right? I'm not suggesting America is perfect by any stretch of the imagination. As I've said before, when people are involved, when people are involved, imperfection is present because, because people, we, we sin. We don't, we're, we're not perfect. But... All things being said, America has been an overwhelming force of good throughout history, and the world is better because of that. Can you imagine what the world would have looked like in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s with the Soviet Union dominating the planet with no United States? Or what it would look like with China running and doing things that it pleased without the United States as a superpower? Can you imagine World War II? Without the United States. I mean, just go on down the list. <sighs> Timeout is in order. Oz is doing her level best over here. Sometimes sometimes her job may be the hardest job in America. Keep me on track here. Timeout is in order.
welcome back. I'll say this too. If the conversation, if the debate isn't centered around truth, I think we should make it centered around truth. That's what the founders did. That's why we have these principles upon which this nation was founded. That's why they're here. The founders paid attention. They, they, they studied. They looked at history. They looked at the philosophical, influential teachers, thinkers, and they learned and they applied what they learned. And that's why we have this today. That's why we have the liberties and freedoms we have today. And the more that we don't stand up for truth, the more that um, we're going to be subjected to ideas that are rooted in lies. Right? No one cares more about you than you. I don't care what any politician says. I don't care what any uh, you know, governor, senator, whatever. Right? No one cares for you more than you. No one cares for you more than your or for your children more than you do. You looking out for your own self-interest is a good thing. That's different from selfishness. In fact, that's why I think conservatism coupled with a faith in Christ and believing in the Bible is actually a fantastic combination. The conservatism says that we are free and that that is critically important in a society like what we have. It's how innovation happens. It's how improvements are made. There's no top-down approach. That never works. That stifles creativity. That, that stamps out the fire inside the creative mind, the person who's looking to you know, come up with things to make our lives better, to advance technology and culture and all these things. You don't do that through a centralized approach of government. That's ridiculous. That doesn't happen. It doesn't take into account the differences of regions and opinions and all sorts of things. Competition, right? It takes all that stuff out. And so we have to make sure that we're standing up for truth and choice. Choice is a good thing. Freedom is a good thing. And folks, as Reagan said, we're only one generation away from freedom being extinct. And we are we're closer, folks, than we realize. Come back and wrap up, sit tight back in just a minute. Welcome back, folks. That is unfortunately all the time that we have today. But as always, you can check out our archives of our episodes, ToddHuffShow.com. And I encourage you, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, I'm going to ask that you consider doing that. It's not as hard. Some of you may not have ever done a podcast before, but it's really not that hard to do it all. Subscribe to that. And if you missed part of the program, you can listen to it um, when it's more convenient for you. You can do that by going to, well, Apple Podcasts or wherever you would get your podcast, but or ToddFShow.com slash listen. Anyway, I got to go, guys. Thanks for listening. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.